one lap to go. Good kid, good family. It's been 59 races. 59 races. Coca-Cola 600 belongs to Ryan Blaney. Roger, guys, the Indy 500 and the Coke 600 in the same year. I think they like you. This guy, I might shed a tear. My car was so good. You know, you start to get to feel like you can't win anymore. You can't win anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Racing Addicts Podcast. I think I am still finding water in crevices of my body after this past weekend. And we have a special guest in studio, the one and only, the legendary Kevin. How you hey, doing, man? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Good. And, and up, Kevin, Kevin, you know exactly why we invited you, because uh, we've got some Team Penske to talk about. Oh, heck yeah. That's, That's what I'm talking about. Come on. Call you guys, yeah. We call you guys the Penske bros. The Penske bros. I like it. I like it. The studio bros. And then joining us from his humble abode after driving a ridiculous <laughs> amount of miles in the last two weeks, we got the one and only the Mitchell. Hey, what's up, everybody? Back from Charlotte. I am also wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you stayed even longer than we did. Unfortunately, we had to come home. So you got like one more helping of rain or two more helpings of rain, actually. Yeah, so I stayed till Monday and... Uh, I left halfway through Monday. I mean, that was after the fourth rain delay on Monday. I was like, I'm just going to watch it while I drive home. Um, <laughs> I could still get a refund. They didn't scan my ticket. So there's a way that they, like, I was in the Xfinity race and then they postponed right. it. I never left. So they never scanned my ticket. So I'll, I'll get a refund for it. So, well, good because uh, essentially I, I watched the race for free. <laughs> I think we are going to go back next year. At, at least that's yeah. my vote. I, I, that's what I was going to do. Just have it, have it renewed for next year and they'll keep the same I seats. I love it. Just I throwing love this it. out there. I've never been to Charlotte, so I'd be down also. I think you should come also. Everybody I, should come. I think next year might be a guys' trip sort of thing. I was kind of feeling it out, you know, talking with the <laughs> wife, and I feel like it it might be more of a guys' trip because I it's such a cool freaking weekend for a race fan. Like, I, I really definitely want to go back. Well, and that's the heart of racing country, you know. Let's yeah. be honest. All the race shops are down there right around the area. That's where NASCAR was started, you know. And you got fan days. You got, like, a million autograph sessions. Like, oh, do whatever you want. Plus, um, it's the Carolinas. The Carolinas are beautiful all year oh, round. so beautiful. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you where they were not beautiful. This weekend. <laughs> I mean, the weather was good all week. I went down for Wilkesboro, and <clears throat> I stayed throughout the whole week, and I went to Millbridge on Tuesday. should have went on Wednesday, but I didn't. And I went to Hickory on Thursday. And then once Friday hit, and Friday was good. Friday was great. And, I had no issue with Friday. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday is when everything just went downhill, and the weather was cold. I had my heavy jacket on in North Carolina. I had my winter coat, and I was freezing, yeah. and I was wet. And I was just like, why does this feel like Pennsylvania? We were running the heat on Saturday night in the camper. Like, that's just not even yeah. right. Dang. Yet it, here up in Pennsylvania, it was, like it, was, it was in the 80s all weekend. Oh it was gosh. gorgeous. I know. I mean, that's, that's why I'm nice Imagine and red that. like I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 
I'm starting to think I'm the curse. I had a realization this weekend that out of the nine races that camper's been to, we've had rain at six or seven of, of them. Oh, wow. I think that was the, the number. I may have messed up that number, but it was like 60 or 70% of the races that camper's been to, we've had rain. So, um, yeah. like, at this point, I just want to apologize to everybody in the Charlotte, North Carolina area because... I was going to say, Alex, it was okay <laughs> until you showed up. We literally <laughs> run, yeah, we roll in Thursday night. It's gorgeous. Friday morning, it's completely overcast. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's already starting. Well, <laughs> but, hey, but if that's dry. the case, can I start hiring you to go camping every weekend away from this area from so we can get area, some dirt track yeah. racing in lately? I mean, seriously. As I say, the, super, the sportsman class is going to start hiring me just to go to every other NASCAR race. Well, yeah, that's the, the thing. I think we've only had, what, four races this season, and we're halfway through this, this season. It's crazy. I that That's just not even – like, that's insanity. That, and, yeah. Well, how many – I mean, NASCAR has had rain at what? Probably a third of the race weekends this year? I mean, it's been quite a few. Yes, yeah, so, something it like that. Like but, I mean, they've still got most of them in on the actual race day, though. Yeah, this was the first one, I think, that – oh, no, no, no. Dover got pushed to Monday, too. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But this was the first time that we pushed the entire weekend <sighs> right. to Monday. <laughs> this was This was like, hold my beer, Dover. I'm going to show you what – Xfinity Cup, no, nope, not happening. You know, I forgot about Dover and how rainy it was. I, I kept thinking about the win of Ryan, but I, I keep forgetting that we got swamped. In the- <laughs> you did. That was terrible. And that ah. was the one that they canceled it, like, what, three or four hours before Green Flag? Like, that's how it bad the weather 9 was. It was 9 a.m. Yeah. I woke up, and I was like, they're going to cancel soon, and they did. And they did, so. which was honestly nice. I appreciated that. But shout-out to Charlotte. Um, I am so excited to do it again. Like, the the – Camping facilities are incredible. The proximity to the track, the in and the out, like if you want to go places, getting in and out of the campground, there's a bathhouse, like a decent-ish bathhouse right on the corner. Um, I mean, Charlotte knocked it out of the park as far as facilities, but, I mean, you can't change the rain. So I'm just excited to to do it again next year, hopefully, because everything on the track's end and NASCAR's end I thought was awesome. The race was phenomenal. We'll get into that. So it's just like it was literally just the rain that screwed everything up. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I really think the worst well. part of, yeah, well, I think the worst part about the rain was that we didn't get a chance to go out and interview people. I, I know think that would have been fun. I had, we had so many good ideas, and I don't know. I, I just think it could be fun to be in front of a camera and have have interviews with people, but. Uh, I think we, we would have knocked it out of the park, man. <laughs> I think it would have been fun. And we, we tried to a couple times, and literally every time we would, like, get ready, like, hey, let's just let's go walk around the midway. And then, like, five seconds later, the skies would just open up again. And it was like, well, yeah. screw it. <laughs> you just, you yeah. literally couldn't do anything for Saturday and Sunday. Like, you just sat in the camper or ate food, and we did both. Right. Yeah. Now, it, was, it, was, it still was a good trip. I mean, I'm not. Even the rain was, it was rough, but I, I made a lot of, I mean, I made new, some new friends when I was down there and uh, on Monday talking to some of them. So it was, it was cool. I mean, it was just a good week overall, regardless of the rain. Yeah. Yep. Still bummed. I was, uh, we'll get into it. Sorry. I'm not going to go there yet, but yeah, Kevin next year, I think guys trip. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm us. hundred percent down. Okay. hundred percent down. Perfect. Well, we kicked off the weekend with uh, trucks and Arca. That was the, uh, the one pair of races that I actually got to see. And uh, we had Frankie Munez in another top 10, man. He's looking good. I mean, he, he's yeah. had a solid season so far. Again, for, for a Hollywood kid that, you know, has been into racing, you know, for 
I mean, a while, but not that long as far as in the NASCAR world. Yeah. I mean, he, he's been lights out, all, all things considered. I mean, yeah. He's not tearing up equipment. He's solid finishes. I mean, what more can you ask for? I mean, he he beat a Joe Gibbs car Friday night, by the way. Like, I just feel like that's worth oh, mentioning. that guy was a weapon. Dude, freaking was, was a weapon. Um, Mozart. No, Mozart, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a weapon. I mean, guess what? He wrecked an Xfinity race. <laughs> yeah, I know. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, well, good. He didn't learn anything. That was great. He just, yeah, yeah wrecked uh, Greg Van Oust, who has a little bit become, I think, my favorite ARCA driver or one of just because, I don't know. He's just cool. But, um, yeah, he wrecked, he dumped him and then proceeded to, like, wreck himself five times. And I'm like, dude, you're in a JGR car in the ARCA series. Like, you should be, you should be Ty Gibbsing this thing right now. Like, a third yeah. place should be a bad run for you right now. And he was, like, ninth and bouncing off everything. And then Frankie Muniz finished sixth. <laughs> yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. it Anytime JGR beautiful. has a bad day, that's a win for <laughs> NASCAR fans. It's a good it's a good moment. You know, you just kind of savor these these times. So it was good. Uh, truck race. Uh, I felt like it was kind of a different feel for Charlotte. Like, it was a little different from what I feel like we normally see, but... Like, Mitch, what were your thoughts on uh, the truck race Friday night? Well, I thought it was pretty good, honestly. I, I mean, I there was racing all throughout the pack. I was focused on, you know, Haley Deegan going through the pack and then getting destroyed by your driver. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. His bad, not um, my bad. <laughs> no, but it, it was great racing, honestly. Um, they did put resin down, so I did think that kind of played a factor. I didn't think they needed it, but... Um, and there's battles everywhere. So, yeah, no, I agree. It was uh, man, H- Hosevar like looked good, which is a weird sentence for me to say out loud because it feels dirty. But I mean, I, yeah. To be fair, Hosevar has has really come on this season. I mean, I'm not saying he's not making bonehead mistakes because he is still <laughs> he is. A, a young kid. He but is. I mean, he did get a win earlier this season, and he has been putting solid to get finishes together the past couple weeks. I mean, he he also ran top ten in the Xfinity race. Which, in a Spire car, it was a Spire car, or it was a JRM car with a Spire logo on the front. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I st- I'm still not on the host of our bandwagon because he still hasn't hasn't earned it. But uh, man, he looked really really good this weekend. I thought. Oh, I agree with you, hundred percent. And I'll admit, I, I kind of like the uh, off-track shenanigans him and Mike Waltrip get into, just because it's something different. It kind of reminds me of uh, when Benny Parsons used to go around town and check out the different dining establishments. Buffet, Buffet Benny. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't know that I remember that. I wonder if that was... I mean, it sounds I, awesome. I, my coworkers told me about it when I worked at Speedsport. I didn't see it. But <laughs> thanks for calling uh, me, old they, guys. They, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. I did not call you old, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think you're younger than. Aren't you younger than Alex? No, no. I'm older. Yeah, <laughs> you're older. Okay. Yeah. Do you, would you like to disclose how old are you? Me, I'm I'm 35. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought you were two years old. Oh, you guys are like two years apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mitch is like 18, I think. Yeah, he's so. like a little baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically look at, 20. Look at that baby face. He's I know. all clean shaven and everything. My gosh. I'm like, have uh, look like a scraggly old man over here. You're burnt to the crisp. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like leather right now. And then Mitch looks is like 18 over there. Well, look at that. Hey, so <laughs> I, I'm, half my face is tan, and then like I got I got white forehead. So uh, I don't know if the hat kind of ruined hat. things, but 
Yeah, yeah. I, it's bad. I have like two shades of color on my face. And you know what's <laughs> funny? We noticed that. I noticed that on Friday night too because I had like this all day. Yeah. But it was like red from here down on Friday night. But like, I mean, I do you, do you have the Friday. sunglasses tan line though like I do? Because if you look at the oh, side of my wow. face, there, there are definitely sunglasses. Oh, I see it. I like it. I like it, dude. It's such a it's such a fine line. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's a legit thing. Wow. Is there That's, a trick to it? Is there a trick to like not? You just having... leave your sunglasses on all day. That's how it happens. <laughs> well, no, I meant to avoid that. Uh, like, I guess you would have to like not wear it for a day and then wear them. Like, I, I don't know. No, like, that's why I you guess. carry like three or four different pairs of sunglasses with you. So you just alternate them so that it doesn't get one solid line. Oh, that's true. So then you got different shapes. Okay, exactly. That, I get it's, that. it's called fashion, man. Don't. How do you not know this by now? I don't, I don't, man. I'm, uh, I need to learn. I'm 20, man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I still think you need to, like, uh, NASCAR redneck fan it up and get, like, do you ever see where they take, like, the tape and they tape the number of their yes. favorite driver and on their they, chest they oh. and then rip it off after it burns? Yeah. Hey, Chase Elliott fans uh, do that quite often. But uh, Listen, I'm just surprised they can, like, put a number together, like, <laughs> put words together, uh, have a conversation. <laughs> The memes well, from the text group earlier today. Oh it, my it, God. If those Chase Elliott fans could read, they'd be so pissed right now. <laughs> I was dying because that was great. Oh my gosh, you should have read Twitter. It like Twitter the last twenty four hours has just been like, what are you Everybody's, smoking? They're all they're all boycotting apparently this week. So whatever, I don't your shit might be down a million. Who cares? But I, whatever, yeah, we don't need them. We don't need them. No. We hey, should probably. We all right, I'm em. gonna. I was going to say, kudos to NASCAR for sticking with sticking with their guns and, and keeping a consistent punishment system, even for their, their per se, golden boy. I'm, I'm a baby hair shocked. Like, uh, maybe more than a baby hair, because it was, I thought it was blatant, but still. Anyway, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get back into that. Sorry. On the list, next up, we have Joseph Newgarden winning the Indy 500. And uh, I don't know if you guys got to see it. I know, Kevin, I think you saw the very end of it like I did. Um there was a bit of controversy at the end, things that I don't think are controversial, but F1's fans were livid. Of course, they're livid at everything. Um, they complain when the drivers have to stand outside for 15 minutes. And then, <laughs> but the the call to red flag with one to go so that they could actually finish the race under green. But I thought it was great. Like, I agreed. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to race, every fan wants to see the race finish under green. They want to see the guys actually competing. Finishing under a yellow or finishing under red, that, that sucks. It takes the wind out of the air, and it's such a letdown from a fan perspective. I you know, And wasn't there like two or three red flags right at the end of the race where they'd get going and have some, a wreck happen? And then three total, to I think. I think three total because I know they wrecked right off the start twice. Yeah. And the other time they at least made it to turn two. <laughs> <laughs> or turn th I think it was turn three when they wrecked before, but well, how do they say that? Cautions breed cautions. Dude, so it's ridiculous. And these are supposedly like the best drive. Of course, NASCAR does it too. I can't say anything, but <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, Joseph Newgarden first win of the weekend for Team Penske, uh, which was fantastic. Very cool to see. Went up into the stands. Loved the celebration. Loved the like seeing the emotion on him. Yes, he actually so broke down cool. while he was kissing yeah. the bricks. And that was cool. Again, the chills. Yeah. You know, and I, I, okay, look, we all made fun of Jeff Gordon back in the day when he got his first win and started crying. But 
it was two totally different scenarios with Joseph Newgarden winning at the Indianapolis 500 and Jeff Gordon winning and balling his eyes out over, I don't want to say a non-premier race, but one that wasn't like a, a keystone of the sport, you know? Does that yeah. make sense? Well, Cook 600 is pretty keystone. Yeah. No, I think was, it was a Coke 600. Was but, it? Or unless it was a fall yeah. race. If it yeah. was a fall race, then it wasn't. Was it, Gordon's I, first win was Coke 600, yeah. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was the fall yeah. race. Okay, I, yeah. I take it back. I apologize. Was, I was wrong, everybody. I apologize. Well, see, I was going to say Mitch didn't see it because no he probably wasn't no alive yet. Wrong. But. <laughs> no opinion. Hey, yeah, I wasn't. So, <laughs> I can't have any take on this. So I didn't even, so okay. I this signal to watch an Indy 500, and I, I guess I could have went to the bar but my budget was broke by sunday so i mean that's understandable <laughs> yeah i didn't want to spend yeah. any more money on beer so oh, you didn't, didn't get that sponsorship from FanDuel yet <laughs> i have all my money <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy mitch all you had to do was go to the dirt track and the signal worked perfectly i don't like Is there, that what you did that's exact so we left and i flipped on the indy 500 broadcast and i was like well and it worked. whenever my phone starts working then i'll start watching it once I made it to the dirt track, everything connected, worked perfectly, and I watched it the whole rest of the time. That's ridiculous. So, apparently, the I, bubble I, was literally like Charlotte Motor Speedway. Like, just yeah. the, <laughs> Too many people atrocious. trying to catch, yeah. catch the Wi-Fi. That's I funny. think that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> Using all the bandwidth. Yeah, because there was a surprising amount of people there on Sunday afternoon. And I'm like, did you people look at the weather forecast? Like, there's a 0% chance this is happening. But I mean, It was pretty full on Monday. I mean, I, I, I was amazed. It looked great. Yeah, it was pretty crazy for Monday. I mean, I it looked like 75% full. I mean, I kind of sit wherever, but um, I mean, you you had people there, and it it looked looked full for a Monday. I was kind of surprised, and then again, like Monday is a holidays, but uh, a lot of people travel from all across the states, so I was kind of surprised there were so many people still there. Oh, exactly. I figured there was going to be more people because we were in a tough situation that my wife had to get home. Um, we just, we didn't have the time to wait and come home today, Tuesday. So we kind of just cut our losses and we were like, well, we're obviously not going to be able to see anything. We might as well just leave now. And I expected there to be more people in our situation, but I was, I was surprised even like the aerial shots yesterday, like yeah. three quarters of the campground was still there. And that even surprised yeah. me. Like I, <clears throat> I felt like I expected that to be, I don't know, like two thirds gone or at least half gone, but I mean, it was awesome, man. It's sold out show, and and it looked great on TV. It was like how packed was it in the stands, Mitch? Did it feel pretty? pretty yeah, full? I'd say. So. I mean, like when you're in the, like the midway or whatever, not the midway where the fan like the fan stuff is, but like where you can get food and all that. Oh yeah, yeah packed yeah. lines were huge. I mean, um, I think it took me like thirty minutes to get Bojangles. I mean, it was like I don't That's know if they crazy. didn't have staff or there. I mean, there was probably about seventy people in line. So I mean, it was. Um, it, it was full. It was definitely the fullest I've seen it um, all week. So That's okay. pretty cool. So the next important question is, at the Bojangles, was there a full-blown concert going on like whenever we were coming back from Martinsville? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I wish there was. We needed some bluegrass music going on. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Nothing will top that moment at a Bojangles. I can't believe that happened. It, it, it was it was <laughs> seriously right. like something out of another dimension. Because we walked in and we were like, "Are are we actually seeing this? Is this legit?" But it was a Monday a morning. It was a yeah, Monday morning. Exactly. It was like Saturday or Sunday. It was a Monday morning. We were heading home, and there was bluegrass. You're like crack of dawn. 
I most <laughs> Yeah, because we left early too. Like this was like what seven thirty yeah. or seven? Because yeah. we got up I think, yeah. at six. Yeah. Yeah, and and we have we got old man's playing bluegrass for us, and which was fine. Oh but it's just different. What a great what a great memory. The race sucked, but you know exactly. It was it was a good time. All of us hanging out together. That was just a yeah. blast. It was that was a fun weekend, man. Um. I, I'm still hopeful that they're going to fix this short track package because I kind of want to go, but I also kind of don't want to go. But, man, it would be fun because that, man, what a, what a good weekend if we can get that figured out. Yeah, so, true story. Up next, I mean, we got some, we got some big elephants in the room to, to address on our next yeah. series of topics, and I just am questioning which one we hit first. Well, um, I mean, since we were already talking about Joseph Newgarden and right. Penske, we might as well just jump jump into Ryan Blaney. And Come on, the somebody! Dominant performance that, that that he demonstrated. I mean, that was crazy. Even with his pit crew consistently losing him two, three, five spots on pit road, he still <laughs> drove back to the front and maintained a top five all day, and then just poured on the steam at the end every time. And it was like. It didn't matter where he started. Like, even I think he dropped a sixth at one point on a pit stop. He did. And he was back in the lead within five laps. Yeah. You it, know, that I, car was just on a whole nother level. It was excellent. It was nice to see a Ford finally do something, right? That was the fastest Ford I've seen in all year, I think. Yeah. I mean, oh, I don't, literally. I, really? they, is that their first one of the year? Second. Second. Because yeah, Joey Logano won earlier, but yeah. it wasn't a dominating performance like that was. No, no, it was a, was it was a little more fluky. He he was what? It was a West Coast, wasn't it? Yeah, it was out on the West Coast swing. Alex oh, it was Vegas. Where he won. Was it Vegas? Was it? I should know this. No, you Willie should B know this. What are you doing over there? Dang it. Forget. Where's David? We need David right now for this. Exactly. <laughs> dang, it, dang it, Bobby. <laughs> This is why you're not allowed check. to take a week off. Hold on. How about Ryan Blaney? Atlanta after... Motor Speedway. That's why. Oh, it was at, at Atlanta? At Atlanta. It was not at Las Atlanta. Vegas. William Byron won Las Vegas. Big shocker. Oh, okay. so he won a crapshoot race. So this is the first time a Ford was authentically yes. out front. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and fast. Like the, the both RFK cars, the four, the 12. I mean, that was pretty much it. But those four Fords were like top 12-ish all day. And then yeah. Zane Smith was running... Finished top 10, you know? I mean, it was weird. Like, I loved it. Like, Ford fixed something. I don't know what they fixed, but it was beautiful. Yeah, it's about time and way overdue. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, uh, and, and how about Ryan Blaney after the fact, you know, taking a page right out of Joseph Newgarden's book oh, and running up it. into the stands and celebrating with the fans. That was epic. So freaking cool. And then to see, like, so I... I love legitimate celebrations. That's one of my favorite things because one thing I do burn out on is when, you know, people win and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm like, ah, like this should be a bigger moment for you. And to see Blaney's running through the stands. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, I mean, to see the emotion in oh, the yeah, interview. Oh, yeah, got choked up saying about oh. how you start to feel like you can't win one of these things because there's been so many times that he's been on the cusp of victory just to be snatched by defeat. It, right. I mean, it's been so close so many times, you know. And, yeah, it was awesome seeing that emotion and just how powerful of a moment it was for him. And hopefully that helps to breathe even more life into that program and they start to get stronger as the season goes on. I think so. I know the the year that he won three races, it 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 all kind of came right after his his first win. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the floodgates breaking open. Yeah, exactly. So, 
I, I think it's possible. I think they got a little momentum going, a little steam, and just, you know. Because he, he kind of echoed, honestly, I think what a lot of us fans were getting to of, like, shoot, is he ever going to win another race? True. Because like, it was just every time it was one thing after another that was burning him, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I swear he can win. But, like, is he? Well, and then there were so many races that he was absolutely dominant, and then a pit stop right at the end of the race would end oh. up screwing him over and putting him back in mid-pack where he'd get caught up, caught up in somebody else's nonsense. Right. You know? I mean, it happened too many times to count this season, and even last season for that matter. Well, but and, and he is and consistent. I one will of say those that. races last year is what's next on the schedule. So now we have a little momentum. Pit crews kind of got their stuff cleaned up. I mean... Does the 12 car maybe go back to back now? Because he was a top two car last year at, at Gateway. And I remember the last stop, he, he dropped to like 14th. Yeah. And didn't he have a pit stall right at the end of the end of pit lane? And that, and it ended something. up biting him. He got, he collided with somebody else, I think. Wasn't I think it? it was some, or he got blocked in or something. Yeah, something but I know, yeah. I know it was kind of 12 pit crew ish stuff too. Like there was loose nuts and, you know, kind of the whole package deal. But um, yeah. So, I mean, I think it, I think this is where the tides change. Worth noting, I mean, I'm now the data guy because David's at softball, so you get stuck with me doing everything. But currently, the number 12 car of Ryan Blaney is one point out of the points lead. Oh, that's awesome. Like, how how insane is that? And in the playoff point standings, he's in third. Well, and again, for him to be up there as high as he was in the playoff point standings to begin with, without a win, yeah. and now to, for that win to put him over the top, I mean, he, he was solid. He's the only Penske car that's been consistent all season yeah 100 percent. and and here we are i mean cindra good lord he's he's oh, like and then logano is either running fifth or 20th yeah logano <laughs> is literally checkers or wreckers it, yeah it, it, there's no in between there's no happy medium and cindra is just a constant disappointment it seems yeah there's something not going although did you watch the did you watch the rain delay on saturday coverage with cindra i, was, I was missed pretty it funny what happened uh, so they, it was the driver's only broadcast to begin with, okay, which is hilarious. And so you take a broadcast that is driver's only, and then you put them in a rain delay where they have no content prepared. <laughs> so it was the mo one of the most unprofessional moments of TV, and I loved every minute of it. It was so I had tears running out of my eyes laughing. Oh, now I'm sad it, I missed it. I'm gonna have oh. to go back to my. D, uh, TiVo and rewatch. rewatch yeah you definitely should I there was there's at least a couple clips uh circulating social media but Austin Sindrick was just going around interviewing people asking them like the dumbest questions in the world the most random questions um the the half the the announcer drivers started TPing Kevin Harvick's motorhome now see I saw pictures of that yeah that was funny that was funny and just I mean like little subtle jabs like jokes back and forth because literally everyone that's talking is going to be a competitor in the cup race. True. Because it was Logano, Blaney, Harvick in the booth. Uh, Brad, I'm going to mess this up. Brad, Almarola, Stenhouse. I think I'm forgetting one more person that were in the studio. And then it was Reddick and Cindric on pit road. Okay. So it was all competitors. So it was like making jabs at each other, making jokes at each other. Like oh, that's the, awesome. Oh. I love whenever you get to see drivers actually be human yeah. rather than you know the scripted oh i want to thank this that the other you know and god bless and everything like that which i have nothing wrong with god sure. bless but that's good you know it, it's just the fact that they they are i don't want to say scripted but they are so formal and you don't get to see you know the person behind the the face you, you yeah. know what i mean no i i agree and i think it's just like with the, the the victory lane celebration that we're just talking about you know it's that same idea where it's like all right this is them 
Like this is this is yes. legit them. So and while while we're before we move on to the next topic, that is also the first time that Roger Penske has won both the Indy five hundred and the Coke six hundred. Yeah, in, buddy. In his entire history of being in racing. So that that's impressive right there. Way cool and so cool that Blaney got to be obviously a huge part of that. Like that that's neat. Like seeing that big moment for Team Penske and knowing that like your driver is the one that made it happen. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Really, really freaking cool. So it's been it's been a neat twenty four hours kind of watching all the the content Definitely. come out from that. And you were saying about brain delays and everything like that. How about the uh the you know, little shoving match between Bubbles and Eric Amarola? I saw that, and it it doesn't sound like it's over either. I, Mitch, I'm just like, see you laughing. You're not saying anything, but you're laughing, but I appreciate no, that. Well, the dogs came and whatnot, so I got kind of distracted. But uh, when you said called him Bubbles, I, mean, I, love, I, love, I love Trailer Park Boys, so it made me laugh. Um, but yeah, that, that was hilarious. Like, I didn't even see that go on Pit Road because I left to go home. Okay. And that happened when, as soon as that delay happened. Um, but it seemed like Eric had every right to be upset. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Why would you flick off a guy that's like, like he doesn't curse at all? He, like, he's like, he's a reborn Christian. Like, mm-hmm. so you flick him off and put him in the wall. He's going to get out of the car and like confront you. And then you know how Bubba's attitude is. It's just, oh, oh exactly. It's what it is, right? Like, he, he like well, yeah. has to get mad. Like, he can't just approach a situation and deal with it. Like, he has to get like, whoa, I'm angry, you know? But not even that. It, I think he was just like not acknowledging it. Like whatever Eric was trying to explain, like you shouldn't be doing that to me. He just didn't care. That's, no. what I, that's yeah, how very I true. informed. Well, that's so, the thing. I mean, it, I'm not an Eric Almarol fan, but I mean, he always is pretty level-headed guy. I agree. And even yes. in interviews, like he has flat out admitted whenever he's been in the wrong and for him to walk up to you and try to talk to you and then for you to fly off the handle and Eric Almarol and I, I would tend to believe the guy just because of the type of character he is. You know, start saying that that Bubbles is is flipping out and cursing at him and this, that, the other thing. I don't blame him for pushing him. You know, you want to act disrespectful like that. You know, you're going to get a reality check. Well, and I guess what was frustrating is, like, he's the one that flipped off Eric for no reason. Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like Eric did something and Bubba was mad about it. Like, Bubba got mad about an action that he did. Exactly. That was so, oh. I almost didn't want to talk about it because I hate complaining about Bubba, but he's just oh, there's like moments he just drives me bananas, man. Yeah, I'm I'm sick of Bubbles. I I, I think he's so overrated. I mean, look, I, I used to root for the guy whenever he was an underdog and trying to prove himself and make his way in the sport. And then as soon as he got to the cup series, like he got this arrogance to him and it's been one set of issues or drama or nonsense after another. And the dude just doesn't stop running his mouth. And I get sick of listening to it. Well, and that's, what's hard. Like, so we're in a weird predicament where because of when we record, I actually got to listen to other podcasts already, which normally doesn't happen. And I listened to part of uh, Denny's podcast, which normally I try to avoid, but I knew this week was going to be entertaining. And, and he actually expressed frustration about that. And mainly because like their performance is there. In the 23 car. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this, he's had three top fives in the last four or five well, I weeks. Mean, he, for like, the better part of the day, he was running in the top 10. So, yeah, yeah and, the performance is there. It's and just he got an idiot too. behind the wheel. Yeah. It's so you could even see from the car owner where he's like, can we stop making headlines off track? Like, we're doing good on track. Let's let that be the headline. And and here we are again. Like we're not talking about Bubba finishing top five again, which I believe he did. If he didn't, he was. He really did. He close. got fourth. I was surprised because I well, I was watching while I was driving, and, and so I got I checked the results today, and I was like, 
Well, I mean, there was a lot of wrecks, so I wonder what happened. But I knew Bubba had a bad pit stop, and so I figured yeah. he wasn't going to get a top 10. But seeing him finish fourth, I think Reddick finished fifth. So, I mean, he, they're right they're right there. Well, and, and transparently, like, as a Blaney fan, obviously, like, I knew he had a strong car. Like, the whole second half of the race was, was the 12 car. So I started looking at who I was worried about. And the number one car I was scared to death of was Tyler Reddick because he was the only one oh, yeah. that could hold anything to that 12. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. So, oh, well, honestly, so I when I saw him dropping, I was like, hallelujah. <laughs> well, didn't he I, lose I will, the front end at one point? And that's what ended up giving him, giving Blaney the big gap. It, it helped. Yeah. Yeah. He, he about fenced it off four. But that's, that's what I thought. Yeah. Just the nose started pushing all of a sudden. And then that's when Blaney got out to like a two and a half second lead or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. What were you going to say, Mitch? Well, I was going to say, like, I was curious what your feelings would be. Like, so since you had to go home early and, like, seeing Blaney win, is it, you're still excited about it, but do you, like, I didn't know if, like, part of you is like, well, I kind of hope he does it next week instead or something, but, like. So, I, I don't know. Right now, I feel like I am a 50-50 mix of, like, pissed off and elation. I'm just not sure which one's more dominant because it was so... Yeah. Like, I was so out of control hype yesterday. That was the most nervous I've been watching a race in forever because he was good the whole race, which means you had that much longer to be nervous. Normally, it's like yeah. he makes a run at the end, and you're like, okay, I just have, like, 20 minutes to be nervous. No, I had, like, two and a half hours. That's legit. Yeah. So, but it was so cool. And then there's, like, this little nag in the back of your head the whole time, like, he's going to win this freaking race, and you're not there. Like, this sucks, <laughs> you know? I wasn't there either. So. I know, that's true. Um, well, I just want to let you know, I just thought of this. So last time Blaney won, I think, was, what well, was it, Daytona. Mm -hmm. But if you go back to um, Atlanta that one year, I think it was when they had the 550 package, Allgaier yeah. also won. He did. That same race. I thought about that, that exact weekend. thing last night, yeah. And I was there for that. And so I was like, is, is it just a thing where when Blaney wins, Allgaier wins? Is it just like a thing? It must be <laughs> becoming a thing because that – I mean, it was incredible. Like, halfway through the Xfinity race, when I saw him start to pull away from the 20, I was like, oh, my gosh. Freaking Allgaier is going <laughs> to win this thing, too. And I'm not there. I'm supposed to be there. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was yeah, just going to say, in all the races that I've been to over all the years, if it makes you feel any better, none of my drivers have ever won <laughs> while I was actually on site. Like oh, That does help a little bit. Because I have seen Allgaier win twice. So that makes me feel a little better. You have. Yeah. Fair, fair. <laughs> and and Mitch got to see Ryan freaking Truex win a couple weeks ago. So yeah, and I wasn't even going to go to that race because the threat of rain. I was actually going to thought about staying home, and I was like, I might as well go. Oh yeah, because you never know. He might not race again, and he's done for the year. So, hey, so we, speaking of, we Mitch have his we drivers. have somebody joining in um, from the softball fields. Oh, it's Dave. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Well, my question is, uh, Alex, do you have this piped in, or are you holding your phone up to the microphone? I'm definitely sure. holding my phone up to the microphone. Good. Uh, so I was just calling in. I, unfortunately, I could not make it in studio due to the extended uh, weekend. I had a game tonight, but uh, we did have a walk-off finish at the end to win the game. So it was worth it. We're on our way to three Bs at the moment. Oh, uh, is this where we put in an ice cream order? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm ready to order when you are. So if you put an ice cream order, I will not uh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Because as I just said, I need to buy ice cream for like uh, uh, 10 little girls right now. So I mean, that's that's a good excuse. But, but 
I wanted to call and just ask a, a few quick questions. Uh, what part of the show are we in right now? Are you guys uh, thinking any kind of schedule? Or I hear Kevin's there. Yeah, we are actually uh, we are actually discussing the Coke 600 right now. We haven't gotten to uh, the hot button topic yet, but we have covered the fact that Blaney kicked everyone's booty. So how was the race, Alex? Did you enjoy watching your two favorite drivers win and, at the racetrack? Yeah, we just covered that too. It looked great <laughs> on the TV. Um, I'm still emotionally processing so it. Have you ever have you ever made a, like a 14 hour drive to watch the TV from home? <laughs> you know, I got to see Frankie Muniz finish sixth. So really, that's a win. He's trying to find the happiness. That's like, that's what he normally gets when they order him for Grammys. Sixth. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll, I'll be nice. I was gonna say something else, but. Your, your boy had speed yesterday, man. I thought he was going to be like a top five guy. Yeah, he was there until he wasn't. Yep, it was right. That's kind of... But, I mean, it was good seeing RFK looking good, you know? I mean, yeah, Busher. Like, uh, first and third on stage two, so that's exciting. And uh, Busher still landed a top ten. Yeah, Busher's had a good day. Overall, pretty good day. I'm, I was happy with everything. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Nice to see Ford's finally showing up to the battle. Yeah, I always feel like I was actually thinking about that, too. Like, it seems like since they got called out a couple weeks ago, really feel like they're starting to get called out. Maybe they stepped up their game a little bit. Who knows? They found some. Or they're cheating. I don't even care. Like, Or they're cheating. Chevys <laughs> are obviously cheating. cheating, so just it's do whatever they're doing. It's cheating if you don't get caught. It's that's right. working around the guidelines. I'm pretty sure that's the Hendrick Motorsports slogan, so. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear Kevin a distance. Okay. Who else, who else in studio? Uh, that is it, but we yeah, do have me. we have a, a Mitchell joining us. Um, I swear to God, if Kevin's sitting in my seat, I'm gonna throw a punch him. Oh, dude, I'm sitting here pantsless in your seat. <laughs> he actually is. I mean, I'm gonna even give it a little wiggle here, you know, really, really grind it in. Oh no, I made the whole town echo. <sighs> not- so, but yeah, overall, I think pretty good weekend. I think overall. So, David, are we going to this next year, or are you just blowing off your daughter's birthday so we can go to Charlotte? Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hot maybe? It's a hot maybe. I talked to her about it. She might be game to go down there. See, you guys get a camper, and then it's a family trip. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all for it's, this. We are actually going out this weekend in the, in the uh, pop-up. Nice. Weekend, so. Nice. I like it. I like it. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I forget calling in and give you guys some spice to your podcast. Well, it's good to hear from you. We we needed some comic relief. Yeah. Well, we also need a statistician, but uh, hmm, somebody's going to stop and get ice cream for everybody else but us, <laughs> even though it's literally three blocks down the street. I tell you what, I will slam on the horn when I drive by the studio, and maybe you'll be able to hear. Please do. <laughs> Hopefully we do. Yeah. Turn the godforsaken air conditioner off. What? Sorry, I couldn't hear you over the air conditioner. It is like 80 <laughs> degrees in here. I'm not convinced that AC is actually working. Uh, no, it's it open the window. It's nice outside. It doesn't actually cool anything. No, it doesn't. It's. But enjoy the Racing Addicts podcast, episode 14, 13, 14, 15. You actually had it right the first time. That was really impressive. You know, I also know what it is, but I like to ask you anyway, just to make you feel important. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. All right. So, uh, holla at you. You guys have a wonderful day. Holla at you, girl. Thanks for calling. Mm-hmm. Have a good one, buddy. Bye. Well, that was David Good. What were we talking about? <laughs> um, that's I, a great question. I, I interrupted somebody because I saw David calling. So, 
Whoever I interrupted, I'm sorry, but yeah, ADD moment. You ADD know, we're moment. we're just all over the place. I totally Squirrel. forgot. Yeah, Squirrel. <laughs> well, the dog. If it's a dogs and everything. Hey, there you are. Well, so what's funny, David unintentionally actually hit the next thing on the topic list. So Ford is so strength. Good job, Fords. Yeah. Good to see you. So let's just hit the, let's just go. We got to dive right into the controversial take. Um, I don't know how it's controversial. It seems pretty black and white to me. But uh, obviously we saw Chase Elliott get put in the wall by Hamlin, which again, Hamlin's kind of a jerk. That's how he races. Like that part, I, yeah. I oh, that's yeah, normal. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, from what I saw, I want to hear you guys' input. I, it just looked like he saved the car and then crank it to the left. And uh, to me, it was the Kyle Larson, Bubba Wallace thing completely just replayed with different cars. Oh, agreed. Wholeheartedly agreed. I mean, if you watched in, in the one replay, you could actually see his hands turn. You know, he, he, it was blatant. And I applaud NASCAR for being consistent with the rules because NASCAR has never been known for consistency Not when so handing much. down punishments. Yeah, especially when the Hendrick car's involved. Exactly. It seems like there's normally some degree of bias. No. No, well, I, I agree. I, I was I was honestly kind of shocked to see the suspension come out today. So I think it's right. Mitch, what do you what were your thoughts on that incident? So I f- saw a TV replay finally for the first time like two hours ago. And um, <laughs> I honestly can understand why Chase Elliott got frustrated. Just because the fact, you know, were they three wide? Was he three wide? I can't remember. Uh, no, they were too wide, wide when they got on the wall. Yeah. Well, then he didn't give him any room. No, he did not um, at all. No. So, and these cars, I mean, his car was just like the towing would have been destroyed there. I mean, that's just the way these cars are. Um, it seems like they break pretty easily on those kind of impacts, especially like anything with the towing suspension. This dog wants to keep throwing, throwing ball. <laughs> um, and so I think Chase Elliott's retaliation was justified. I think, I, I think it's worth it. I think I think I think Chase Elliott retaliating, even if he didn't admit it, did it on purpose. We all know he did. Because Denny kind of ruined his race. Why not retaliate? I mean, it's not safe on the front stretch, but I right. can understand his frustration. Oh, that to say absolutely. He didn't do it, yeah, yeah. To say he didn't do it, that's that, that's. I will. That's s- not right. So <laughs> I will say <laughs> that in the it. in the interview with Chase Elliott, you know, I like the way he kind of baby faced it off and was like, "Oh, well, once you yeah. get into the wall, you can't drive these things." <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I I like the way he spun it. You know, the, the yeah. best thing the best thing that Jeff Gluck and Jordan Bianchi brought up is they were like, if Chase was innocent, that interview would have been completely different because he would have gone to. You know, I hate. I didn't mean to get into him. I was mad, but I didn't want to hit him. It's just the car it's broke. Like, but didn't the fact hear you there, but uh, had a yeah. great car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was. To, I agree that that is every piece of evidence you needed. And then obviously, you know, Hamlin tweeted the the SMT data that showed. See, that, I'll admit, I like. I don't like Hamlin, and I like him even less after he did that because that's like you know a little tattletale running to the teacher. Oh, teacher, he did this <laughs> to me. You know, it's like I come on, dude, put you. I have the data. <laughs> Exactly. I, I am very anti-right-rearing someone at any point. So that's where I, I didn't agree with Chase. Hamlin All ran right. him in the wall, apparently twice. I, I didn't see the first hit, but I, I believe it. When it comes it. to Hamlin, if he gets wrecked, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it, it was funny. I, I just, the only part I, I regret is not being there to see it. I left right after that, uh, like right before that. What so, a bummer. That was, I was a, yeah. See, what I would have loved to have seen Chase done is rather than hooking him in the right, right. rear, because I agree, that's that's just a, yeah. a 
safety issue. It's, it's not safe. But yeah. uh, what I would have loved to have seen him do is just go and tuck in behind him, get on his bumper, and then just not lift and drive him through the corner. You're going to accomplish yeah. the same thing and, you know, yeah. not get in trouble and be suspended for a week. Well, and you know what? This conversation's completely different because, honestly, we're probably praising Chase Elliott. Like, <laughs> in the interest of transparency, if he gets put in the wall by Hamlin and then doesn't lift for the next turn and wrecks him, we probably feel like Chase Elliott's the coolest driver in oh, the world right 100%. now. 100%. <laughs> yeah, because it seemed like a chicken chicken crap move for him to right hook uh, someone uh, on the front stretch at 180 mile an hour. But like you said, they have, he could have just went in there and he had a whole race. He had another 400 miles, so you could have, you know, figured it out and yeah. way to pay him back. But uh, you know what? That, it happens so quick. You have to think about how pissed you get, right? True. Like people, yeah. you know, I he, race he racing. Race. I get upset over little things. And like... He's racing a real race car, and, you know, they're going 180 mile an hour. It's a long race. They've been waiting all weekend to race. He gets put in the wall. He knows his toe lake is bent. So, you know what? He's had enough of Denny Hamlin this, Ross this, Ross that. You know, with Denny, Denny getting into everybody's little detail, have his accident instrumental podcast. So, you know what? He had enough. I think he just, like, it was a split-second decision, and he probably remembered Martinsville and getting dumped by him. I guarantee that came up in his head. He turned right on Denny Hamlin. Uh, yeah. I love I love the controversy. I don't like it not being safe, but it's part of the sport, I guess. So. Yeah. I Just again, I mean, to echo what Kevin said, I'm just glad we're seeing consistency. You know, it's because I thought the Bubba yeah. Wallace suspension was justified, and I think the Chase Elliott suspension is justified. Um, I think it's, I think it's all good. I just, if you saw, I don't know if you got to see the in car yet from Denny Hamlin's car, but like, it's oh, it was rough, dude, that was, that, that was, was like, that was scary violent. That was like yeah. when Kyle Petty did Brian it to Davey Priest. Allison. Yeah. Well, and again, it, yeah. that goes back to this car has no give. As soon as they hit the wall, I mean, it's it's mm. a solid impact. You're getting and, a lot of that impact. Yeah. Yeah. You know, again, we're, we're, we're still dealing with concussion issues. I mean, that's what put Kurt Bush out of a car. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I agree that hooking someone in the right rear is never the answer. Um, but, yeah, that, that again, I don't like Denny Hamlin, but that, that was violent. Yeah. It was. No, absolutely. You know, and, um, yeah, glad to see it. And, uh, I mean, the next part of the news, like, dude, you got to buy some Nine merch, Mitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not buying <laughs> Rent. Can you rent nine merch for a week? <laughs> um, well, I'm going to tell you this. So it's it's kind of ironic. I grew up a Casey Gaines fan, and the nine car is what got me really into um, liking Casey, really, the Dodge, the number nine, the font, you know, whatever he threw back to Bill Elliott, that was a Casey Kane car. Um, <laughs> either way, it's kind of cool seeing Corey um, race this car in a way because, one, he gets an opportunity to showcase himself. Only only thing is it, it sucks that it's in the detrimental of someone being suspended. Sure. But I, I do – I am excited to see, like, what he'll do. And I kind of wish um, it wasn't at Gateway because I don't think – Corey doesn't have a lot – I don't think he has a lot of experience at Gateway. I don't think anybody does the, yeah, way, it's, the way it is. But I think everyone's on about the same page, honestly. Like, it's – I mean, New Hampshire, I guess, ish compares, but that's probably do about it. you think Spyro put him in the seven truck this weekend, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It's, I mean, seriously, I mean, they're racing, I think, uh, the truck's racing this weekend. So I, I, I kind of, yeah. you know, maybe, I just hope he does well. I just hope it's not like something happens and, you know, motor blows and lap 100. Right. Like, you just you just don't know. So well, and, and I'm, I'm going to be stressed. Oh, I, I believe it. And and what's hard is, like, you, you a little bit you have to curb your expectations because he's stepping yeah. into a car he's never been in with a team he's never worked with, any of this. So, like, 
your expectation. I think is realistic. Yeah, if if, he's jumping into top tier equipment though, and and that's and that's where it helps. And like it is a Chevy, so theoretically, a lot of stuff should translate. But if it was Martinsville or Richmond or like Charlotte, like Gateway is just that. I'm not confident with it because it's kind of an outlier track. Yeah, it's not like we've been racing there for 25 years. We can go to Las Vegas. We can go if Corey went to Vegas or Corey went to or anywhere. Pocono Raceway. He's got a Pocono. He, I, he's won there in ARCA races. But Gateway, I just don't think he has a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. And I know some of those guys, like Willie B, race trucks there. I'm not sure if Xfinity. I don't think Xfinity has raced there in years. But, um, you know, like, I just hope it goes well. And yeah. I hope I hope it's not like people write him off after, like, if he has a bad race. But I'll be with him through thick and thin. So. Well, I mean, look at Josh Berry. Josh Berry was driving in a top-tier team, and they're kind of yeah. a satellite team of Hendrick, if we're being honest. And, I mean, he didn't light the world on fire, but he was consistent. And honestly, I think if Corey LaJoy is able to do the same thing, I, I think yeah. that's going to speak volumes for him. I mean, he's been doing really well this season. He and has. consistently in the top 15 and at multiple points in the race running in the top 10. You know, So yeah. I, I think this could so. be a big opportunity for him as long as he keeps his nose clean. Yeah, I mean, if, yep. I just yeah. I feel like if he can if he can run like top twelve all race, top thirteen all race, and squeak out a top ten, like that is going to be an absolute victory. Oh, hundred percent. Because it's yeah. I, I, as much as I would love to say, hey, Corey's going to go win this weekend. There's so much, you know. Again, you've got zero team chemistry walking into it. Like, there's so many variables. But if, if he can squeeze out a top 10, I mean, I think that's going to be an absolute victory for Corey. You know, and what I'm looking forward to is, like, how fast he'll be in practice. And I just sure. hope, I just hope for the first time in my life I can see him in the <laughs> second round of qualifying. <laughs> well, the good news is get practice in, in the top with all the 10, weather. please. Well, the good news huh? is I'm not going to Gateways, so the weather should be great and you'll actually get to see practice. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's gonna, yeah. I mean, yeah, he can't, he can't just not have practice. I mean, I guess he could, but. You just never know. That but would be I, it's a, I'm, I'm thankful that Hendrick's giving him the opportunity. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Might took three years after the note he handed in, but hey, it, <laughs> it, it comes around eventually. So we've definitely been seeing that relationship grow because I've noticed a lot of uh, Spire and Hendrick collaboration. So I, I wonder if he's well, like legitimately next in the pipeline. Whatever I think that he's means. a consideration if if sponsors are looking at him. But you think about it. I don't know if TD Bank, which is a huge billion dollar company. Um, yeah, that was a sponsoring the seven car. Yeah, so I don't know if that's a Corey sponsor or a Spire sponsor. Celsius is definitely a Corey sponsor, I believe. Um, Schluter's there. I mean, he has income. He has people like sponsors to come in and take him wherever he needs to go. Um, I don't see them getting rid of Bowman. I don't see them getting rid of the lineup they have. I actually feel like they have a good fourteen lineup. I I, the 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 number one thing I could see is is Spire becoming basically a Hendrick affiliate. Like, that, I think, is the highest thing that I could see, and I feel like and that's kind realistic. Of, they, they say they are, because Steve LaTarte was prepping the stuff. Well, they fired him, apparently. They, got, they yeah. said Ryan Sparks is going to do that instead, but... Um, Oof. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know, because, like, when Steve LaTarte was prepping the vehicles, they... I don't know if it's just because he's been out of the game for a while. Just they weren't they, they weren't good. as fast, and this year they've been a lot faster, and Ryan Sparks has took well, over that role, so... So, uh, you know, it's, I don't know what their circumstances, I, but I hope, I hope it does become better. It keeps improving. And I just kind of wish the 77 car would be kind of race with the seven. Cause it's kind of, why is the 77 car four laps down in the first stage and Corey's running like top 15? Like it's, you can't yeah. have that. Don't have a second car. 
Well, that's where I, that's where I almost feel bad for Ty because like he doesn't even have a shot. Like it it yeah. could be it could be Kyle Larson in that car, and it's probably going to finish three positions better than Ty's running in it. It'll probably run top twenty eight. You know, maybe like, top thirty. Maybe but, yeah, um, exactly. Well, because like and, even and yesterday, he had something break in the first stage because he was four laps down by like lap. 50 is that or what 60. happened? Yeah. Something broke. I I have okay. no idea what happened. Yeah. I just I saw he he pitted like five times and yeah, yeah. yeah and that's he, where you feel bad for him because it's like I'm not a huge Ty Dillon true. fan, but like at least give the guy a chance to do something, you know. And honestly, the races that he doesn't have part failures, he's running like at one race he was running top twenty at one. I forget what race it was. It was recently. I think it was Kansas. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> what is this <laughs> there world? <he> is. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, and, and you know, since we're on the topic of Corey in the nine, I saw Hosevar's going in the seven. And I think the biggest objective is don't get beat by Hosevar. Oh <laughs> not gosh, get yes, by Hosevar. And if that happens, but the thing is, Hosevar races there in the truck, so he knows his track. Yeah, he knows it. Zane Smith, like when he stepped into the the Roush Oh, car. the seventeen. That was at this track too. That was at it this was. track. Yeah. Top, yep, he got 18th or 19th, and he yeah. looked really good. But he already kind of knew the track a little bit because he's been there for a few years. So, sure. um, I'm it, excited. It, I, I'm excited for the weekend. I saw, I did see, sorry, I did see a tweet this afternoon that made me laugh, and it was the irony of the fact that Carson Hosevar is getting a chance on a cup car from someone right rearing someone after Carson Hosevar has right reared half the truck series field in the last year. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? I oh can't believe I, when they said Hosevar's going to the seven, I was like, I mean, I guess because the expandy program, I mean, they, he ran good last night and he also yeah. ran good at Darlington. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, I guess like you guys were saying, he's, he's developing. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I guess so. I, I wouldn't have put money on it, but hey, here we are. No. You guys here were we talking are. about Ty. Uh, what happened with Legacy Motorsports? I mean, all three cars oh having gosh, issues. Oh, my gosh. That was a crazy Oh, was and then one lap, thing. too. Yeah. Yeah. I yep, mean, they I, all pulled in. Yeah, I, I don't understand how, you know, when you have Jimmy Johnson as part of it. Now, granted, Jimmy Johnson never raced this, cla- this sure. you know, generation of car before. Okay, and, you know. Petty Enterprises is pumping all kinds of money into it. I I don't understand how you end up having all three cars have part failures or major system failures right at the beginning of the race like that. That's crazy to me. I never really got clarity on what happened to the 84, but I know it was apparently the same piece of debris took out the 42 and the 43. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's insane. Well, the 84, he wrecked himself off of of two. Yeah. And and, and then he had a, a, a track bar issue also. Or yeah, trailing so arm, went, trailing arm. Yeah, so he went back and, and went to the garage. And I had him on my daily fantasy for passing points because he started dead last. And I was just figured, Jimmy Johnson, he's going to be smart enough to manage the race and finish top 25, top 20. If he would have done that, I would have won money. But you know what? He wrecked three times. <laughs> <laughs> I, and he wrecked before the first 100 laps. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, you know this race. Yeah, seven yeah. time. What are you doing? I know. Just just retire. Well, and Retire he, again. he, yeah, because he, he even wrecked his own car. He yeah. cleared the, uh, yeah. Yes, he did. That was, uh, <laughs> that was bad. That's not good. I was driving home. I was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> Picking Jimmy. Picking Jimmy. Yeah. And driving home. And but. driving home. That's why we're going next <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. So is the Coke 600 the best race of the season now? Is that kind oh, of where down. we're at? Like Hands down. Best race that, of the season. Kansas yeah. and Auto Club. I think we're there's, there's three up and runnings. Um because Auto Club was really good. I it felt. was. And then Kansas was pretty good. 
and I usually put on a good show with these cars, and then the, the Coke 600 was pretty, pretty decent. So I just wish they weren't going to the Roval in the fall. I'd be more excited to go in the fall. I'd probably do both, actually. Do you think <laughs> with, with how much hype there has been, like even like the podcast I've listened to, Twitter, everything has been exploding about this. Do you think there's a possibility that Charlotte maybe just makes an announcement in the next couple of weeks and is like, hey, uh, we're just going to put it on the Oval? I don't oh, think I so because it. co- I think there's contracts involved. You think the ship's already sailed? Sponsors. I think, unless they all can agree, I just don't think it could happen. But they did it one year. They decided to make a Roval after the schedule was announced. And, I, and that's when the robot okay. was the first. Okay, that sounds, I, I feel like you're right here. And, and a lot of people are like, well, you can't just do that. Well, they did, so. Um, I mean, I guess in so reality, they, it's the same speedway, it's the same seating, like none of that changes, right? So I guess it's, I guess it's plausible. Well, you know, and there's Coke 600, has been sold out like three years in a row. So, um, you know, you think about, is it because of the car and it racing, racing well sure. at Charlotte? Or is it because they dropped the prices like crazy and they want to look for a sellout, you know? <laughs> I, I think it's the product. I really do. I mean, for everything that this yeah. car sucks at on short tracks, like intermediates, it's great. And especially for whatever reason, Charlotte, that combination of that track with this car, I, I feel like the last two Coke 600s have been probably both the best races of the whole season. Like I'm you had, say this, though. Yeah. They looked really slow. Like when oh, I was watching them, slow. the Xfinity cars, yeah, they were way, the Xfinity cars look way faster. Actually, they looked slower than ARCA cars, in my opinion, when I was watching them. The yeah. back stretch, you can just see the leaders, I'm like, they look like they're going like, <laughs> it just, they weren't keeping up. They just look slow. I was just like, so if they do add more horsepower to fix the short track issue, because I really think you just, you just get more horsepower underneath these cars, make them hard to handle, yeah. to fix everything else. I don't think it's going to hurt the product at this mile and a half. Not even a little bit. I'm 100% with no. you. I we, we talked about that iRacing bug last week where they accidentally put 850 horsepower into the next-gen car, and a bunch of people were driving it, and uh, especially like uh, Ty, TJ, sorry, TJ Majors especially was talking about it, and he was commenting about how it was the hardest car he's ever driven, and this is a guy that does iRacing like nightly. And he said it was phenomenal. So, like, maybe maybe the, the big fix for the next-gen car is literally that. Because oh. it's it's going to make short tracks better. I think it's going to make short tracks better. You can't and, make them any worse. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. And, and, like, I don't – just what Mitch said, I don't see that hurting Charlotte because having more horsepower, I don't see how it makes what we saw yesterday any worse. Because yesterday, like, yeah. I don't think it going slow was about was yeah. The only per se downside that I could see happening with with that, and I don't necessarily know if it's a bad thing, would be it turning into a fuel mileage race because with more horsepower they're going to use more fuel and that's going to make them have to strategize a lot more. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I'm definitely not a fuel mileage guy. Uh, I know we saw it last night with the Xfinity race, and obviously I was great with the result. Uh, <laughs> um, but I I. I, I, I get what you're saying because I, I, I'm i a big driver guy. I want to see the driver. And that's why I like cars that are miserable to drive mm-hmm. because that's where, like, your Kyle Larson's and all that. And, and Tyler Reddick. I mean, Tyler Reddick is one of the best freaking drivers in the cup field right now. That's where those guys, I feel like, really shine even that much more when the cars are that difficult to drive. Speaking of which, sorry, we're ADD. That save by Tyler Reddick yesterday Holy crap. Yeah. Any other driver, that car's junk. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that was impressive. <laughs> um, 
That was yeah, very that was impressive. Really impressive. I, I honestly thought he was going to pull into his pit stall while he was going down <laughs> the lane after yeah. he got it corrected. But I, I guess he had already slid past his pit stall. Yeah, and he thankfully he like he didn't even hit the grass that much. No, like he literally just kind of nipped it and went right back up onto the surface. I'm like what the heck? Well, and did you hear them talk about that? That that was the turf that they added in there because having yes. the actual grass yep. was tearing the cars apart. Yeah, I mean props to Charlotte. I, after this weekend, I have nothing bad to say about Charlotte Motor Speedway. I thought the facility, the way they handled things, the racing product, the it was a. We got weekend tickets for 150 bucks a person. Oh, that's not like, bad at all. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like yeah, it was like 122 or something. Something like that. Tax. I mean, it was cheap. It was like I can't. I just can't say it enough. Like I was so impressed with Charlotte this weekend that I'm like, all right, we're going back. Like it's just that simple. We're we're going back. But yeah, props to them on the grass because that. I mean, because that may have torn the front off Reddick's car. Oh, it definitely yeah. would have. <laughs> I mean, you saw it happen at, at uh, Daytona when cars would go spinning, and it would yeah. literally destroy and put them out of the race. Yeah. You know that turf. I think honestly, when it, when it bites. all tracks should go to because the go going to that that turf or whatever you want to call it you know rather than having that the real grass there that artificial turf that artificial turf saved how many cars yesterday that went through the grass yeah no I, absolutely no it was it was really good so uh xfinity race there wasn't a whole lot to cover i in my opinion you could kind of tell everyone was tired and ready to go home because i feel like the <laughs> second half of that race was the most behaved i've ever seen the xfinity series in my life like it was Every, still good racing. Like it, it wasn't it was like great. they were yeah. not battling, but yeah. Right. It was, it was you're right. They were not making dumb moves because they were just like, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Sam Mayer's still wrecked, but that's like a weekly activity. That's th some things never change, but <laughs> well, him and Ty Gibbs almost got into it. I don't Dude, know if you saw that. I loved it. I, I was, was loving every minute. I'm like, come on, just hit each other. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know why Ty Gibbs was really upset yesterday? You know, when they interviewed him? Oh because he can't see over his steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could, it could be that, but so did you see who broke the record this morning as most miles raced in a day for a NASCAR sanctioned race? Do you think that's why he was so mad? He lost it by two yep. miles because to Justin Haley because he got wrecked in the cup series. Yep. And the first thing that Michael Waltrip says, I think, when in his interview was like, you just got done with the cup race. How was that? And are you looking forward to this race? And he was just like, got wrecked in that. Not looking forward to it. And yeah. it's like, he was just like all pissed <laughs> off. Dude. I was like, Michael, did you not watch the first race? Hell. <laughs> so, so, and in his defense, he deserved to run well. I mean, Ty Gibbs ran a really, really good race. race. Yeah. And ran smart. And then he got caught up like, in someone else's I, I, I thought he was going to finish top five and not win the race. I mean, Ty Gibbs, I know we don't, a lot of people don't like him. But Typically he's going to win a race this year. Yeah, but I think he's a good race car driver. I, I give him, I've given him credit where credits yeah. do. I, I really think he can. Um, well, when you're win in all the best year. equipment, it's hard to not be one of the best. It's hard not to, right? But and he's silver spoon least, kid here. Yeah, but at least he's able to drive it to its potential. That's another thing. He is, so. and he's earned a lot of respect for me this year, like a lot of respect because I, I, I see a lot of the well, more veteran style moves out of him and stuff, and yeah. No, well, I think he's just. Biting his tongue, he's going to explode soon. Oh, he is, I, and I'm all you, here. I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, he was irritated yesterday in the Xfinity race. Well, they have to talk to him on the radio, like literally, to tell him to calm down throughout the race, so he doesn't make any dumb moves. <laughs> he's not. He hasn't changed. He's just been quiet. But as soon as someone pisses him off, it's going to happen, and we're going to enjoy it, and we're going to talk about him here. So, so that's bring a good it on. point, Mitch. Because now, let me just throw this out there, and I may get blasted for this, but 
Tony Stewart used to have to deal with the same stuff. I mean, his mm -hmm. crew would have to talk him down so that he wouldn't just absolutely annihilate people under caution. I mean, are you <laughs> are you saying that he's like the next coming of Tony Stewart? I mean, I guess are you trying to say that Ty Gibbs could be a three-time champion? Is that what we're trying to say? Well, I mean, could, as young as he is in his career, I, I could yeah. see it as he's much as I He's got time on his side. He does, and I, I definitely, I think so. I think he'll win a championship, at least one. I mean, this, I don't know how competitive it will be. I don't know if we're going to have another Kyle Larson come out of the works or what. Like, yeah. I don't know what, like, yeah, think about the next five years. There could be a driver we're not even talking about that could be the next big thing and take all the wins away from a lot of people. Frankie Muniz. We, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Could be Frankie. You never know. So, As long as it's Frankie Muniz and not Frankie Herr, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie Herr's got like a year and a half of racing left in him, I think. What's he What's he now, 104? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, I think he just turned 60 over the weekend. Oh, there's no way he's that young. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, team bias, we are just not uh, Frankie Herr fans. So real quick, Kevin, uh, how's our, our local dirt track do this weekend? Uh, since you were there and we were stuck in rainy Charlotte. So th this weekend, uh, Kenny won his heat race put on a, a solid show and then uh, didn't do so good with the redraw at, to, you know, for the feature ended up drawing 12. Oof. So uh, he, he had his work cut out for him. Johnny ended up picking three uh, whenever he did the redraw and Kenny drove all the way back up to second. And honestly, if there would have been another lap, lap and a half, I think he would have been fighting for the win. But uh, I mean, he put on a heck of a show for a That's track awesome. that was, you know, everybody fighting for the bottom. I mean, he he was making it work. I mean, he he was crossing people over and, you know, doing doing a lot of good good driving. That's for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's good to see. We gotta we gotta make it out. Every time we've tried to go to BAP so far this year, it's stinking rained. So hopefully yeah, that's we can why actually I make said earlier about you know every time you oh, go me out being to gone. a race, right, it yeah, rains. Yeah. So just start going camping elsewhere away from the track, guys. I'm gonna go to Gateway this weekend. <laughs> there, there you go. Or, or you could go hey, to Chicago with, next year. I mean, We'll chance I'll go to Gateway and, and buy a nine hat, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then throw it away after one week. <laughs> yep, have Corey sign it and then put a, put a date on it and never wear it again. I'll tell you what, if Corey can just work on becoming the Hendrick relief, dri relief driver, apparently that's a pretty good role these days. It's, it's a great role. <laughs> it's a great For, role. Josh Barry had, what, nine starts in a Hendrick car this cup season? Pretty solid. And you think about Spire, they would have to be all in with it, too, because like it gives them an opportunity, one, to put your yeah. driver on a, on, on a different pedestal. And as far as, like, they're going to talk about Corey more, so it's going to help bring sponsors and stuff in. And sure. then, two, it has an opportunity to probably win at some tracks that he doesn't have a possibility of winning at right now. And so it's just it's just... It just makes sense to me. Oh, and it yeah. also gives them a chance to to save their their own equipment for a little bit. I mean, no, they're not going to have you know per, per se the showing, but I mean they they're going to save money on their equipment and don't have to worry about stuff getting tore up as much. Well, you got Hosovar in it. Yeah, he's going to wreck it. Oh, come on! <laughs> you got to be confident. Come on now. <laughs> I have a feeling. I don't this, know. It's Hosovar. I have a feeling the seven and the seventy seven are going to be rocking the same quality equipment this weekend. I think. I don't know that I see a small team like that chancing it on Hosovar with a nice car. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm way off. I I just think the, the thing is, be I mean, Hosovar is young and you know he he's still uh, trying to prove himself, make a name for himself. So I think he's going to be aggressive and try to try to prove you know that he deserves to be there. So he's got a shot. Josh Berry's not in the nine, so that tells me that Xfinity's at Portland this weekend, right? So yes. that's why he couldn't make it. 
That's, that's what I'm thinking. That is one of the theories. I also have the theory that the rumors are correct, and he's going to be driving a Ford next year, and Chevy's so they're done. pitching him. Yeah, because yeah. I I still think Stuart Haas is going to stick with Ford. I don't see them going to Chevy. I would be shocked. I could be wrong. No. I just I think there's too many other Chevy teams right now to compete against as far as factory support. I mean, granted, they've sucked this year. Like I I'm observant of that, but. I think they're they have a way better odds staying with Team Ford, so I, I don't see Stuart Haas leaving. I don't think. I was just gonna say. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Josh Berry get the opportunity in in that ride with Junior Motorsports from racing with Junior on iRacing? You know, no, it was uh, it was actually like racing late models. That's where uh, okay, yeah, that's where Junior fell in love with Barry. Was in okay, late but, models. But you know, this is this is a small track kid that's you know worked his way up. Dri- now he's yeah. driving in the Cup Series. You know, off and on. I mean, I don't know. I, I gotta have a lot of respect for the guy. You know, I, I like down. what he's doing. Absolutely, and he yeah. doesn't he doesn't make dumb mistakes. You know, I mean, no, he's not setting the world on fire, and, and no, he's not. You know, one of these guys that's got a big personality, but. He he makes solid decisions, and again, he does good things with a car. I think. I, I think Josh Berry is definitely a potential superstar. Um, I I really like him. I know he's had he's had some moments. Uh, he had some moments in the forty eight car a couple weeks ago that I think Mitch was about ready to kill him. Um, <laughs> but but overall, I mean, he's I, a I, lot. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I think overall he's got a great career ahead of him, a lot of talent, and. Um, I, I know, obviously, if this rumor is correct and he's leaving the Chevy camp, I, I would imagine Junior's still happy for him. I mean, it's still his buddy getting yeah. a freaking cup ride. Like, I'll, I'll tell you that's what, still, I think that trumps, you know, what manufacturers on the front. Junior's had a lot of good drivers go through his system. I mean, he, he's developed a really good feeder system for drivers moving up into the cup Heck series. yeah. I mean, MTJ came up there, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Chance 2 and now JRM. Yeah, it's good stuff. Right on it. Let's take a look at our picks last week. Um, we had, in our truck series, we had David picked Matt D. Benedetto. I picked Corey Heim. And Mitch picked uh, the 98 of Ty Majeski. I was uh, hoping that you would have said the 99 of Ben Rhodes. So I'm like, ah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, he He pulled off a, a surprise one there. And it looks like, actually, oh, Corey Heim finished second. I totally forgot that. So, hey, I won. Uh, in Xfinity last week. We had David pick uh, Parker Clickerman. I picked the 21 of Austin Hill, and Mitch picked the 20 of John Hunter Nemechek. And I actually, you tried to talk me into taking all that. I said, why don't you pick the seven car? I know. And you go, nope. I pick him every someone week. Different. I got to pick someone different. Well, I'm an idiot. No, because the seven, He's good at Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> the seven wins the race, and now Mitch wins that pick because John Hunter finished second. So, well, well done, my friend. And then in Cup, uh, David picked Brad Keselowski. I picked Billiam Byron. And Mitch picked Kyle Larson. So I won that one, second place with Billiam Byron. So not bad. Rolling in to Gateway. We have all three series again, except obviously Xfinity's at Portland. So we've got Trucks and Cup at Gateway and Xfinity in Portland. And we're just going to let you pick for David. Oh, so perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the, the no trick pressure. is to pick really poorly. Oh, um, yeah. See, I, I gotta admit, I'm really <laughs> big on Zane Smith. I that's a great pick. So let's let's do it. Let's start with trucks. 
Who are you taking for I, trucks? I, I'm, I'm going with Zane Smith. Zane I'm, Smith, I love it. 38, baby. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he's he been putting on a show and everything he's dri- driven, other than when he gets caught up in other people's nonsense. I mean, I, I think he's a driver of the future to watch. I think I, and, I like the pick, yeah. And I just want to give him some credit. I forgot to mention it earlier when we were recapping the 600. He got 10th in the 600. Heck yeah, um, man. What a great performance by him. <laughs> and then Todd Gillen... And the Breck and Brad. So, I mean, he was in the Rick Ware card. But either way, Zane Smith looked really good. And I just want to say he's been phenomenal, like you said. And uh, Gateway, he's really good there. So Yeah, good he, he's the real deal. I I think he's in a cup car next year. It's just a question of which cup car he's in next year. So, yeah, I'd rather I see think, him yeah. stick stick with Ford personally. But I, I'm hoping so. He seems to be somewhat loyal to Ford, and I'm hoping Why that isn't he driving says, the Ford car is my question. I mean, that's a solid point. Yeah. <laughs> no one has talked about that. We'll, get, we'll discuss that next episode. <laughs> um, yeah, Saints is going to be in the 21 car next year. I, we already oh, called that. that I That's, would love, to, oh, especially to get the Wood that. Brothers their 100th win. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, oh. that would be amazing. Yeah, I don't see Harrison Burton come. Unless some wow. miracle happens in the second half of the season, Harrison Burton is out at the end of the year because that's been. I think Alex just created another viral clip. I thank think. you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Zane Smith in the 21. And he's, I didn't and, even think and of that. You just nailed it because he's going to get the Wood Brothers or their 100th win. I love it. I, I wanted Blaney to do it, but, I, I mean, then when you get an opportunity to move over to Penske, you, you don't do turn it. it down. Hey, Blaney got him the 99th. Now we need Zane Smith to just get him to triple digits. That would be so, awesome. It's good. Mitch, who do you want to take for the truck series at the Gateways? Well, the Gateway. Um, I remember watching this race a lot growing up. Uh, as far as, like, I remember seeing Crafton getting wrecked for the lead out there. I love my boy Crafton, and I would love to see him win one more race before he retires, if he is retiring this year. And um, I think Thor Sport's going to be on it after last week winning. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Matt Crafton because he's, he's, he's crafty. This is one of his best tracks. And um, if he doesn't get wrecked by somebody, he'll be all right. Well, there's definitely always odds of that. So no, <laughs> good pick. Um, I'll tell you what, I am going to go out on a limb here because he was really, really good this past weekend. And I just want to see what he can do. I'll take Dean Thompson, five truck. Let's see what he's got. You know what? He impressed me actually as well. He impressed me a lot Friday night. Looked re- and he was fast yeah. all race. Like he's, at one point, yeah. I thought he was a lap truck because I'm not used to seeing the five up there. And I was like, holy crap, he's like third. That's actually where he is. That's amazing. It's crazy when you ditch Nice Motorsports how fast you become. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what you're saying is Carson Hosevar is actually better than what we think he is? No, I just think it's just that car. <laughs> they, they what I was told from when I worked in the sport that they put all their eggs in the 42 car and then whatever car Ross is racing. And after that, it's, it's just the car. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, Tame we saw, down. we saw it with Ryan Truex for sure. So yeah, he blew up every week. So. Not, not a bad pick. Uh, Xfinity is going to be at Portland. Kevin, why don't you kick us off on that? So that one's going to be a little tough. I, I've been sitting here kind of pondering it for a few minutes. I think I'm, I'm going to go with, I don't want to necessarily say a dark horse, but uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Sieg. Wow. That is a bold take. I, I know. I mean, yeah. I, you did say, it, since I'm picking for David, to pick oh, that's terribly. True. I mean. And Ryan Sieg drives a Ford. He, he so, does. Th- it, so far, you're two for two on the Fords. Well, I, I think that this is a new wave since they, they're starting to get something going. And Ryan Sieg has flashes of greatness. And I think he's just waiting for an opportunity for it to all come together. No. I like it. Not not a bad pick at all. Um, and actually, next up would be me for Xfinity. I'm going to say, uh, oh, 
man, I can't do this. I feel. <laughs> but he's really good on road courses, and he just won. And I think there's some momentum going. Screw it. Seven car. Allgaier goes back to back. Surprise. Pulls it surprise, off of Portland, surprise. which means he's probably not going to win now. So I'm really sorry. I just jinxed you. <laughs> so you picked, you picked the wrong week. I picked the wrong week. I don't know. I like, I'm a big momentum guy, and he's always yeah. fast at road courses. So I'm locking he in on the seven. He is good at road courses. Yeah. But I think last year it was raining. So it was, that was that's right. Raining. It was. It was. Yeah. And so. that's when Noah Gregson. Or Wuji, remember Wuji did Wooji. something to Ty oh, Gibbs, and, dude. and then Gregson so made a shirt. <laughs> yeah, Gregson. I miss Gregson in the Xfinity series. It was fun. I do. I miss um, Gregson being relevant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think uh, it's, you guys are not going to suspect this, but I think Parker Redslaff gets it done. Holy oh, crap! Wow, yeah. Mr. I Racing. All right. Yeah, I see you. he he's impressed me this year. That team has impressed me i think there's a good i have a good environment because i know jeb's morals and jordan anderson morals are like really like close yeah. i don't know about parker redslaff but he's been like racing really well and i think he's had, has helped that program they both got top 10 slash um last night in the Charlotte race so i don't know i think he could sneak in a top five a top 10 or maybe win it too i don't know but we'll see i like it i like it big pick Moving on to the Cup Series, Kevin. Uh, man, you get you get free reign of all the Fords to pick for the Cup Series. Who are you oh, going just, with? Just the Fords. Just, I, I was you're picking about for David. It up. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I, you you do you, Boo. You do you. See, and, and and I feel dirty saying this. I I really do. If you pick Denny Hamlin, you're never coming back. No, no. I, I'm I'm thinking of MTJ. MTJ. I. Oh, that's a really good pick. That's a really good pick. This is kind of an MTJ track, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is Man. right up his alley, and, you know, he's looking for a, a win. I mean, I, I think that the, this, as dirty as this makes me feel, and I'm going <laughs> to definitely go shower after this, I, I think MTJ puts it together. I like it. Solid, solid pick. Mitch, who you got for the Cup Series? Well, it's tough because I don't, like, I don't know other than, <laughs> well, actually, William Byron's really good here, so I'm going to pick William Byron. He, he's, he's just a solid pick, pick right now. Yeah. Well, he's he, the month of May, and he's like from literally, yeah, the month of May and then Gateway and Sonoma. Like, he's good at all these tracks. Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, history, he's always been consistent and improving, and now that he's got to the point where he has his crew chief for Fugle, they're just wizards at this point. So yeah. um, I just think he can get a top five or get it done. So. I love. Hey, that's a great pick. It, like, it's just really hard to go against Willie B right now. I am yeah. going to take someone that is very good at Martinsville, which is not at all like Gateway, but I feel like it has moments ish <laughs> that it's like Gateway. And uh, I just, I, I feel like Toyota. This is going to be a Toyota sort of race. I feel like um, this just feels like a Toyota track. That's why I really like your MTJ pick. I'm going to roll with uh, Christopher Bell in the 20 car. Oh, I think, pick. I think he's, I think he's going to be pretty strong this weekend. I mean, he was really fast. Yesterday, too, before he, he wrecked himself like three times. Right after that moment, he was really quick, though. So, anyway, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, Kevin, thanks for joining us, man. We, we're definitely going to have you more regularly. Enjoy oh, I having appreciate you it. I, I always enjoy hanging out with you guys. I love talking <laughs> racing. You know, y you want me to step in? I am more than happy to. I love it, and I will take all the Penske bias I can get. Mitch, thanks for joining us uh, remotely. Looking forward to having you back in the studio here soon. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it sucks that everything got rained out this past weekend, but hey, I'm happy to be back with the dogs. That's so. right. I can see you're a happy man right there. So yeah. thanks for tuning in. And uh, 
just thanks for joining. Thanks for following us on the social medias. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> and Dale Jr., we love you. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you after Gateway. Holla. See you guys. Bye. I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>